Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another uh, podcast. I hope you'll be blessed through listening to listening to it. So in this message, it derived from a question I have often asked God. And, and when you ask God a question, he will send an answer. My problem sometimes has been recognizing the answer. My previous pastor, Pastor Bell, made a statement which made it clearer to me. She said, prayer is how God gets things done in the earth. It was like bells went off in my head. Aha. Uh-huh. There is also uh, a book I have read as a requirement while I was at Rama as a student with the answer in it. But. It did not register at that time. Uh, The book is The Believer's Authority by Kenneth E. Hagan. The book has answered it completely for me. I should have picked it up the first time I read the book, but I didn't probably because it was an assignment. Uh, While I was just on vacation, I decided to read the book again, but in a relaxed state, soaking in what I was reading. The reason I had this question in the first place is God prompts me uh, sometimes to pray about people or situations. Um, And that's mind boggling to me because of his attributes. Even though I am a person of much prayer, I am not trying to diminish my prayer time because I love communing with God, seeking him for his lead. God knows I know, and I'll let you know, I can't make it without him. He is, excuse me, here is the question. God, you are omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient. Why do I have to pray about things that I know you can just fix? First, let me share the definition from the dictionary Uh, in this computer of these three characteristics of God, omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent, just like potent, meaning having unlimited power. You can't put him on a scale where his power is measured with some other power. No, no. His power is unlimited, no ending to it. Omnipresent, meaning everywhere at the same time. Check him out. He can be at your house blessing you and at mine blessing me and not miss a beat. He knows the number of hairs on everyone's head. Yes, he is omnipresent. And he's also omniscient, meaning knowing everything. You can plan a celebration for someone uh, by surprise, but God knows the whole setup. There is no secrets with God. Nothing can be hidden from him. So just be honest with him because he already knows. Let me quickly share with you a few scriptures from the book. First uh, Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12 through 14 and verse 27 are mentioned in the book. 
And I just want you to meditate on uh, the verses and what it's saying as far as your part in the body of Christ. And I should say our part. Verse 12, just as a body, though one has many parts, but all of its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. Verse 13, for we were all baptized by one spirit so as to form one body, whether Jew or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Verse 14, even so the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Verse 27, now you are a part of the body of Christ and each one of us has a part to play in the operation of the body. Just like our bodies are made up of many parts, many times in the Bible, illustrations are used for our understanding. The Bible is so unique that what Paul wrote to the Corinthian church then can be used in an illustration today. Paul used what the people could understand for them to be united, not divided. What is interesting is here we are in 2020, people trying to divide for many reasons, whether it's race, gender, age, believers of Jesus Christ, are more united today than when I was coming up. When I was coming up, there was a denomination divide. Satan would love to keep us divided because we are more powerful together. Remember in Genesis chapter 11 about the Tower of Babel? In Genesis 11 uh, verses 6 and 7, it reads, the Lord said, if as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. That is why we have the different languages. Because again, that's talking that unity. If you would unify, um, Man, things would be great for us, but we just can't seem in our human nature and the body to uh, unify like the head would like for us to. Um, and again, it says nothing will be impossible when working together. Yeah, it is when we divide that the confusion starts. First Corinthians 6 and 17. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. So we are the body of Christ and he is the head. There's also scripture in Colossians uh, chapter one, verses 17 and 18. He is before all things and him and in him, all things hold together. So we need it. We need him to hold us together. And he is the head of the body the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead. So that in everything, 
he might have the supremacy. And, 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 a, and a lot is said there. Okay. And think about it. Your body cannot operate without your head. And your head doesn't operate without the body. When you're, you're moving and everything that goes up to your head first before you can accomplish those things. But who would like division? Nobody but Satan himself. And first Peter five and eight, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. If you stay on divide lane in your marriage, the devil will conquer it. So unite to defeat him. If for no other reason, just go on and unite and get along. Just so you defeat the enemy and he will not get the victory. You will get the victory. Another statement made in the book is that God already did everything he is going to do when he died on the cross. And the rest is up to us. We have to take authority, which can also be take, take um, power. He has given us the power to defeat the enemy. The Lord has given us the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and nothing shall by any means hurt us. And it says, and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt us. We abide in him and he abides in us. So in closing, I want you to keep in mind, God is the head of the body of Christ. He has given us instructions through the word of God. And the way he gets things done is through the body. Well, y'all, that's us. We're the body. We are the body. So listen and do what your head Jesus Christ instructs you to do. You be blessed. And I hope this is a blessing to you.